Hey, this is Barbara Corcoran. You are now tuned in to Business Unusual. And everything you ever learned about business, throw it out the window. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Listen in. Today, I'm going to answer all your burning questions about work, life, starting a company, getting on track, and much, much more. Be sure to call in to the Business Unusual hotline with your question at 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. This episode is presented by AT&T Business. Hiya, Barbara. The name's Mel from middle of nowhere, Fayetteville, PA. And gosh, I am so confused, but I'll be quick. What would you do if you've never held a job for longer than six months are seen as a rebel for speaking your mind or having an opinion, and having several mentors give various kinds of business advice, but receiving zero return on all investments. At that point, should a business venture continue to be fought for, or should the mindset of being someone else's grunt for all eternity set in? Thanks, Kay, bye! Whoa, 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 already I'm backing up. I love enthusiasm, but I'm like, oh, she's a handful. Mel's a handful. And I bet you bring that to every job you hold. Now, it should be an asset. That's what enthusiasm is. It should be an asset. It's attitude. It should be an asset. It's energy. It should be an asset. But lump all those together, and it's a problem, okay? So I would suggest you have to calm it down, take it down two notches, four notches, or maybe even seven notches, okay? Because you are gifted with a lot of this zoom, zoom, zoom. And it's very hard to include a zoom, zoom, zoom person in a team. And that probably is why you rebel, uh, why you probably have an issue with insubordination, okay? And have an issue with people telling you what to do in the end, and that's why you're charging, changing jobs all the time, okay? So I would say... First and foremost, you need an attitude adjustment because what you're attempting to do so far is have the world match what you want it to be versus working on matching you to what the world wants. And there's a big difference. I say that again. You go into a job and you're so enthusiastic and want to do what you want to do, you want to do what you want to do, that you hope that people wrap themselves around you. Maybe not consciously, but that's what you're doing. But you want to reverse it and look at, look around, size the people up, size the circumstance, the business up, and think, what do they need from me? That's your starting point. And if you find, honestly, Mel, that you're unable to do it, you have to go and see psychological help. Go see a good psychologist who could analyze where that's really coming from, your determination to make the world match you, because it's always going to get in the way of every job. There's no way... You're going to beat it. The world is there. you got to join it. So I would say definitely take that wonderful enthusiasm and apply it to improving yourself with the help of a great professional. And then you will lick that dragon, absolutely, because you have enough energy to do it. You know what I mean? Okay, that's my advice, Mel. I hope you take it in good stride. Hey, Barbara, it's Morgan from Pittsburgh. I was wondering if you've ever been fired from a job. Um, I hope you answered my question. 
Morgan, just from the tone of your voice, I'd have to actually make an educated guess that you were fired from your job. Am I right? I'm going to assume that and answer your question. Here's a way to look at it. You got to look at it differently. Nobody likes being rejected at work, among your friends, in a love relationship, by your family. Being rejected really stinks. But that being said, when you get rejected from a job, this is how I look at it. Think of it as a gift. You know why it's a gift? Because when you get rejected from a job, you never really liked the job in the first place. It's always the case. Always the case that people who get fired really never loved the job anyway. So they did you a favor to move you on. I got fired from three jobs out of the first 22 I held. And I felt the first one really like a knife in my chest. But it was mostly because my boss didn't tell me why I was fired. So I always wondered, what did I do? What did I do? I wish now I had asked him, hey, what did I do wrong? Can you tell me why I'm being fired? But I didn't have the confidence to ask. The next two jobs, I said, why? And I left at least with the reason why I was fired. And they were valid. But when you get rejected by a boss, you move on to something else. And that's the law of the land. It gets you to move on in an area that you didn't have the courage to move in, move on in your own time, your own volition. So write that boss a thank you note. It's kind of like little kind of wacky therapy, but it will work. And then just leave it behind you. You're going to find a better job. Every time you get fired, you find a better job. Trust me, I've been there. Let's take a short break to talk about a company I love. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, Barbara. My name's Samira. I'm reaching out from um, close to New Jersey, and I'm in the process of hiring my first um, part-time assistant, and I was wondering if you had any suggestions on ty- the types of questions that I should be asking them. Um, if you could get back to me, that would be great. Thanks so much. Bye. Uh, Samira, you're going to hire somebody really great, provided you, you do your homework. Okay, I say that because I can hear the positiveness in your voice. You're going to be the type of boss that everybody wants to work for because he's so pleasant and happy. Everybody wants to be around somebody happy. Okay, so number one, realize that you got a great bundle of goods you're bringing to the table, which is yourself to begin with. What you want to do is find someone who deserves you, really deserves you, someone who's terrific, okay? And here's uh, the way I go about it in hopes that it's helpful to you. Number one, make a list, a very clear, specific list of what that person's traits must be. Do you want somebody sad? You want somebody happy? I would guess happy every time, right? Do you want someone who's super organized or is that not so important? Do you want someone with a big personality? Do you want someone who is quiet and could just stay on a task that repeats itself again and again? Do you want someone who can think on their feet themselves or are you gonna do the lead on that and you do the thinking and you want somebody that you could tell what to do? Make a list as clear as you can on the applicant's attributes you're hoping for, and then also make an additional comments to the list that list exactly what, not attributes, but what talents they need. Do they need to type fast? Do they need to be good on computers? 
Do they need to be whatever it is in your test? But the more time you spend on that list and the more crystal clear you are about it, the better hiring job you'll do. So don't do a thing until you've got that really clear list, including the hours, vacation time, how it's going to run overtime at times, what you're going to do about overtime. Think of every single angle so you have this long, scary list. It's for your record, not for the next guy to hear. Okay. Secondly, what question do you ask in an interview that gives you the meat, the stuff you really want to hear? There's one best question in the world if you're willing to listen. Tell me about yourself and then keep asking question on question, tell me about yourself. That's how you're gonna get a read on that person's personality, which is key. Does it match your list that you need in the personality? And then you wanna ask about their experience. Specifically, do you do this, do you do that? If there's a way you can test the do this or do that, all the better. But if you can't, you wanna ask about it and see if you believe the answers they're giving you. Like, how organized are you? Oh, I'm organized. On a scale of one to 10, how organized are you? Seven. Oh, that's not so organized. Okay. You want to drill down and get real good, solid answers to your question. And then last, after you finish doing the questioning, you want to make sure you're hiring attitude over experience. It's great to have experience, but you can live without experience if you get somebody with a positive attitude. I'm going to use my Mike Stevens, who runs all my Shark Tank businesses, as a perfect example because I believe you'll remember it in the interview. When I was interviewing Mike, he was just graduating from college. He was the football coach, no, pardon me, the football captain in college, big muscular guy, the kind of guy you picture eating seven hamburgers and maybe dripping the ketchup all over his mouth. But I needed someone super organized. When I asked him how organized he was, he said, very organized. I said, how organized? He said, well, I was a scholarship kid at Columbia University, the captain of my football team, I worked 20 hours a week for the university to help support my tuition, and I got a B-plus average. You have to be organized to pull that off. Did I believe him? You betcha. I was impressed. And then the other issue I had on my list was a lot of men don't like to work for strong women. And here's a football macho guy. I'm like, ooh, I don't know if he likes for women or strong women. And so I asked him, how do you feel about reporting to a woman? I can ask that question. And you know what he said? My mother is the most organized, powerful person I ever met. I reported to her my whole life. I love answering women. <laughs> Who knew this football hero was going to come out with that stuff, right? So I hired him that day based on attitude and my other important trait. Can they report to a woman? And you know what? Perfect hire. His attitude taught him everything he didn't know about the job, and he knew nothing. If I had chosen based on experience, he was the absolute wrong candidate. But I had my eye on experience, oh, pardon me, I had my eye on attitude over experience, and I had my eye on the key traits that I needed for that specific job because I had taken the time to make the list to know what I was hunting for. So that's what I would suggest. I know it's a way lot of more information than you asked for, but it is a surefire formula for hiring the right people. It is. And that's all we have time for today. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail on the Business Unusual hotline, 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. You can also tweet it to me at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode.
You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.